Radio, brought to you by spiltmilkmagazine.com.au. I was just looking for custom-made grills in Australia. Custom-made grills in Australia? Yep. We don't have a Paul Wall. What's the Australian version of a Paul Wall? Uh, The dentist. (laughs) (laughs) My granddad used to have a gold tooth. Did he? Yep. And one night it dislodged in his sleep and he swallowed it. (laughs) (laughs) Dislodged in his sleep. Wow, wow, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the infamous dog fight with... Cassandra. The fucking sassy Miss Cassie. Sassy Cassie. Sassy Cassie. And who have we got in the house tonight, Cassie? Sarah Connor. Well, well, hold on. Who have we got in the house tonight? <laughs> Sarah Connor. Motherfucking Sarah Connor. How are you? I'm excellent today and excellent. tonight. Excellent. What do they say in uh, Alien? Get a, get a, no, it wasn't Alien, it was Terminator. I was going to say, get away so from her, you bitch. There's so many lines in Terminator, it's not funny. Terminator, yeah, Terminator's good all I know because um, DJ Rain sampled many of them for me. Uh, what's what's your favourite? Um, uh, are we allowed to swear? It's, fucking, it's a podcast. <laughs> it's a fucking podcast. So my favourite is, um, well, one of my favourite is um, your Terminated Fucker. Your terminated fucker. Yeah, that's and very uh, abortionist. I actually use I actually use the word fucker so much in my songs recently now that um, my fellow artists that I collaborate with just tease me about it. Mm. When we're driving around cars, they just sit there going fucker, or anytime yeah. I say anything, like if I'm like yeah yeah, then they're like fucker, fucker, <laughs> fucker, fucker. Except fucker. they think I do it super bogan. What's the name? Speaking of Bogans, what was the name? Uh, Bobby Joe Wilcox from that show. Uh, who was How's that? those? No, no, not How's those. The, the real one uh, that was out at Mount Druitt. What was that show called? Oh, the Struggle, Struggle Street. Poverty oh, Porn. Jo- yeah, Bob, uh, Bobby Joe Wilcox. Now, now that I'm pregnant and I've quit drugs, I can just smoke weed. So she punches <laughs> and, a cone. And, and then, by the way, he wasn't the father. And then they, <laughs> and then they, call, and then they call the cat a slut. <laughs> oh, the cat. Oh, yeah, slut. Oh, wasn't it? Oh. That poor cat. Oh, look, Corey's got himself a new car. (laughs) Oh, fuck. We probably shouldn't use any of that. Okay. But we can't, no, well, we can't edit it because it means I've got to sit there by the computer for hours on end, which I refuse to do. Basically, what comes out must go on. What comes out must go in. On. On. Or out. It's very offensive, Sarah. (laughs) It's like <laughs> the innuendos right there, the in, the out, and then the... <laughs> the in, the on, and the out. Mm. The in, the yeah. on, the out, and yeah. the in-between. Yep, yeah, I've got, you know, puns for days. Puns for days. Um, why are you here, Sarah? Um, well, I thought it was about time that I came on your show. I have lots of exciting things to say. I've got a lot of things in the pipeline that are coming up. And hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll also have some new music. Oh, can we say the name? We can definitely say the name. We've been dropping it left, right and centre. Yes, it's Apex. Apex. We can't wait for that Apex, yep. That shit was red hot. Yeah, you've had a little preview. And so that's uh, yourself? Uh, It's myself. Uh, It also features Big Red Cap, formerly of the UK, now residing in sunny Sydney. And also my good mate, Losty. Losty. Lusty, lusty. Yeah. Lusty, the snowman. <laughs> Is that the chorus to his next single? Yeah. Sometimes we call him Flosty. Flosty. Flosty, the snowman. See, Losty, the snowman would imply like a Coke dealer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Losty, well, the snowman. Yeah. It's like, hey, Mr. Snowman, mm. sing a song for me. It's Bob Dylan. It is. Mr. Tambourine Man. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, I caught your... You didn't think I knew that, did you? Um, yeah, no, I sing on Apex as well. Yeah, I didn't hear you sing on that. 
Yeah, I sing um, from – so Big Red Cap starts with the first hook that comes in. Okay. And then I have to sing an octave up from him in the second hook. And it was uh, – yeah, it was a bit of a test for me. How many octaves were used in that song? <laughs> Come on, let, let's get technical. Here I am drinking my lemon myrtle tea, about to spit it out all over the floor here. Um, well, just two. Yeah, so we just got two, two octaves. octaves. There was big red caps mm. and then there was me up an octave. Mm. That makes two. So it's like who were they who did four chords? Who did four chords? Four chords. What were they called? Uh, not Flight of the Concords. What were they called? Gassy? It was four chords on a guitar that basically made any song on earth. And uh, yeah. it's two octaves that could sing any verse. I don't know who did that. I can't remember the name of Everyone. the band, but the one of the guys in that has recently come out as a transsexual. A transsexual? Mm. Well, I'd like to say I support you as a transracial. I understand <laughs> transphobia in this uh, modern age. So you didn't know this, Sarah? <laughs> Uh, I'm actually a transracial. Are you? Yeah, I am. Um, I've been transitioning into a Fijian the last (laughs) 10 years. Uh, And unfortunately, I'll always be pre-op. I'll never be able to uh, manage to get to a post-op. Because they've banned tanning machines. So I've got to live as a pre-op transracial the rest of my life, which means I can never fulfil who I truly uh, was born to be. Have you you, um, caught up with your homegirl, Rachel DeLiesel? Rachel DeLiesel. I don't even know who the fuck Rachel DeLiesel is. So Rachel DeLiesel's the woman who um, said she was black for many years and was part of, Cassie, maybe help me out, the, I'm about to say NCAP or something, but it was. um, I'm not sure. So it's, um, she was basically like on the committee as um, saying she was an African-American woman. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, but she wasn't. With, you know. Uh, what do you call it, permed hair. So she permed her hair, you know, to give it that curly effect. Oh, so it effect. wasn't natural. She actually went out, paid money. To perm her hair. Well, I reckon oh. she must have done it at home because I reckon if you walked into a salon every week mm. and got your hair permed, someone would have called you out on it. And I think she obviously sat under the tanning bed for a really long time. Wow. You know? I actually got my anal hair permed so I had a softer <laughs> seat because often at work, like, we got these hard, they're just plastic <laughs> cushions, so I needed some... You know, I needed some cushioning, so I thought, yeah, I'll get an anal perm. That's tasteless. And now I've got this nice cushion. <laughs> That's and tasteless. Really nice. Dog <laughs> fight, that is tasteless. Tasteless, the tastemakers. Uh, it was Access of Awesome. <laughs> oh, it was Access of Awesome, and four chords. Jordan came, I don't know if transsexual's the right word, transgender. I don't know if I'm using the right terminology there, but... Yeah. Um, I like to call them transatlantic. I think a lot... <laughs> <laughs> Look, honestly, I think... Um, Transgender, transgender woman or transgender man. But I'm not a transgender. Is the appropriate word. You've just got to say trans. Because I'm a transracial, so I find transgender because I'm not trying to transition my gender. I was born a black man and, (laughs) you know, I'm just trying to reach that goal. Yeah. And not any kind of black man. I'm a proud Fijian Indian. (laughs) I just, Dot, not feather. I'm, I'm not laughing with you. I just want to say I'm not laughing with you at this. I'm literally laughing at you. This is basically against everything you believe in. It, it is against everything I believe. It is against everything I believe. And it's probably against uh, everything Sassy Cassie believes as well. <laughs> what, what do you believe, Cassie? See, unfortunately, uh, you spend all of your time with me and I'm a talker and you're a listener. So I actually don't really know what, what do you, you believe. What do you think about your... Uh, person sitting next to you here, <laughs> claiming um, trans, trans, transracial. transracial. I think she's disappointed because it means we're not actually an interracial couple. It just means <laughs> we're a couple. And she was always excited that we're interracial. I think you were probably excited that you're an interracial couple. But do you know the majority of couples in Australia are, are interracial couples? I tell yeah. all of my friends, you never date someone of the same uh, racial background Persuasion. as yourself. Why hmm. is that? Because everyone I know is white. That's not racist. That's just it's not. It's not racist. That's obviously just a fact of your life yeah, yeah, that, you, well, that your friends are white. Everyone I know is white, and I just think date a black chick. As a Fijian, I, yeah, I actually the, just think date whoever you want. And no, you should date who dogfight tells you. <laughs> and dogfight says, 
Trans-Pacific it up. And I think you should date whoever you fall in love with. Um, and I... That's all so, I think about that. So are you saying you cannot date unless you're in love? Oh, there we... I don't necessarily think dating means that you're in love with a person. Mm. But if you definitely know you're not in love with a person, don't waste your time dating them. Because while you spend all that time dating them mm. and going out on dates, you're missing out on possibly meeting the person who you are going to fall in love with. So you don't have to love them, but you should be fairly... You should at least know that you don't not love them. You should at least know that you want to smell their smelly bits. <laughs> No, you've turned this tasteless again. You've turned this tasteless no, again, dog fight. We're all animals. We're animals and our animal instincts, I think, are what truly uh, make us connect. I think all this other, you know, mm. modern evolution shit just detracts from the realness that we're just fucking you animals. Know, I, was, and I was actually at Parliament House just mm. last week and, uh, yeah, the fact that we are animals and we're mammals was brought up by one of the feminists on the panel there. Mm. And they actually said that's why, when examining why they think that misogyny still possibly exists or why is there any kind of, you know, still this lingering amongst some males in the community well, well, of hatred against lingering. women. And they said it's because women cannot escape the fact that they are animals. What do you have to say about that? I don't think there is any lingering misogyny uh, anywhere other than the minds of feminists. I think it is the only place... It, it currently lingers, I think, aside from that. Do you think there's any lingering misogyny on the internet? The, the internet has nothing... Th it is the most inhumane place on the planet <laughs> Earth and it is not an actual real place. It, if, if you try to base anything uh, socially from what you've garnered off the internet, you're really grasping at straws and you're looking at the wrong place. What about the fact that you contacted me on Facebook to do this interview? But I met you in real life. I've known you in real life. We've spent hundreds of hours together in real life. The fact that I utilised it, it, it's like a mobile phone. It's like, yeah. Are our lives then potentially crossing over to the point where the boundaries become blurred between online and offline life then? No. I think the difference is, is that um, in terms of trolls, um, people say stuff on the internet that they wouldn't say to your face and I feel like that's when it becomes not real and, because uh, people yep. say stuff that they wouldn't say to your face and it's like, well, you know, if you're going to say that, have the balls to say it to someone's face, you know? I think I guess it becomes unreal. Like when we think of something as, you know, whether something's real and tangible and whether something's not real, I think the internet is real. It is. That it is a phenomenon well, that's out there. It is definitely real, yes. But when people kind of turn these behaviours, they kind of take it to an extreme that you kind of look at it and go, yeah, it's from the sublime to the unreal. I'll tell you right now, I have I have typed things on the internet that I had never previously thought, felt or said out loud and I purely typed that on the internet due to the fact that it was completely anonymous so I could genuinely be the worst possible person I could think of. Not the worst person I was, but I was like, all right, what is the fucking worst thing on earth I could be right now? And I typed it. And I did it. But that wasn't the real me. So I, I think a feminist saying, oh, there's all this uh, misogyny live on the internet and uh, th this is our basis of the underlying uh, feelings of men out there in society. Bullshit. The internet isn't... It, I don't think it's a fair... Uh, but should should women really just be subject to these levels of absolutely should men be criminal criminal and atrocious abuse? Uh, no, they shouldn't be. Yeah. But neither should men. Somebody once called me a white man on the internet <laughs> as a black Fijian Indian. <laughs> Fuck I found you. that incredibly <laughs> offensive. How dare they? Fuck you. Do they do they not understand the suicide rate amongst my people? You know what? They don't because it hasn't been measured. Because they don't believe that transracial people exist. Let's shut it down. Let's shut this bullshit down, Cassie. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> yeah. You know the most offensive thing in life? A male feminist. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing more. It's like basically... I think a male feminist is like the best thing in, the, in, in oh, life. <laughs> I think it is the worst thing. And look, look, Cassie. Yeah. Does a male feminist not... Dry your vagina. 
Can we say that? I don't think I don't I don't know if she wants to talk about a vagina on air, but you can perhaps rephrase it still with the same meaning. So Sarah, does a male feminist not dry your vagina? No, he doesn't. He doesn't dry my vagina. But how, I, you know, usually when I have a shower, I do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spillmilk Radio! This is never what I thought this show would be. This is not going on air. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> there will be edits. <laughs> Parts will go on there. But you should get more into what's Let's coming up on. from Sarah Connor. It's in cities, crafty, bitty TLC like damn I'm pretty. You pick your inquiry, nursery rhyme and on the periphery. I'm finding time to realign the greatest mysteries. It's hard for the classic bringing it timeless like a masterpiece. I said it before, I'll set it again, I'll say it easily. See toys come and go like boys, and many don't match me equally. I'm controversial, bringing the heat like global warming. Take a morning, sound the alarm and run for your life, cause Connor's roaring with that Leo Zodiac and fire in my belly. How many bitches bring the flows like you know, not many? It's wiki ciphers leaking the rap. We got the mean, the secrets underground, creeping like sleeper cells are what we keepin'. We're showing kindness is weakness, I bring the rawness frequent. We're fixing that. Born illers, no fillers, I'm killing the sequence I'm bringing the realer than most bitches care to recognise Real hair, real eyes, real lips and real vibes I grab that mic straight razor, rock a one-woman army Sisterhood conspiracy, femme Illuminati We done some hardening, hard enough to live it harshly Kryptonite, keep checking my best, that is in my chest Be rocking my car keys, wrapped in my heart free man We're patterns calm me, yeah So you can try and take them shots, but you won't harm me, yeah So you can come along, yeah, you and who's army When that truth be in that pudding proof, be rid upon my heart Leave. Words are my living, so got no lyrical bargaining Turn physical to mythical and pull up on your heartstrings So when I write them, I make them hard Cause these be fighting words, legislated prodigious words To combat pernicious words, crush conspiracies, curse Bust a brilliant verse, at 33 and a third My world turns and hurts a little less Universally blessed to resonate in your chest I be the art of darkness, the fucking heart the herald and angels sing My heart is dark, I'm laughing last up in your atrium I kick that door in on your circle when enraged shit's a ring of rosy poxy posies all up on my radius That straight rebel from the cradle with my craziness You patriots to fake shit, please wake up from your matrix Cause when them aliens on spaceships find fake tits Do we ease up on that, make him all realise that you've been faking shit I fast and freeze up in my tongue till I'll be last to speak Where fools rush and guess an artist be like mastering we bastard kids to be the last of our bastard kids Fast enough to master stuff for long before disaster hit Catastrophe, your rap atrophy is obvious You shallow rappers when my shit be fucking bottomless You insta whack and hashtag for them conglomerates To cover your incompetence, my word skill is still dominant talk to him anymore i think i just want to talk to you <laughs> so as a transracial no <clears throat> just don't say that word for the rest of this episode but we're happy to have you uh here with us now we've been listening to a couple of your songs today cool and apparently uh my favorite one which is no fear no no fear no no that's not my favorite my favourite is uh, Kill Bill. Awesome. But that I'm was made that... a year ago. Yeah, look, the film clip did come out a year ago. Um, Kill Bill's been sitting there for a little while, but I still think it's a burner of a track. Mm. Oh, it's definitely a burner. And we took it on and did a, we did a remix comp with it as well. I heard that, yeah. Uh, Christian James took it out. Christian James took it out. And there is, what, a hint or a chance that we might hear that on the upcoming Sarah on an album can i say that or yeah absolutely you can say that we are working towards an album um yeah i'm thinking of dropping the remix on there because kill bill's been out for a little while like over a year now we've dropped the video clip um i'm thinking like let's keep it fresh and you know i think christian james did a burner of a remix of that song and it's i think it's not easy to remix songs because once you hear something you've got something that's fixed in mind but i think he did such a kind of fresh take on it but still came with that 
heaviness and the the rawness that the original Kill Bill did um, that I liked his remix so much. So, so I might drop it. Uh, well, what, like, what is Kill Bill? I know, uh, obviously, it's your song and it is a fucking uh, ferocious, just Beretta fucking machine mm. gun of fucking lyrics. But what was uh, your idea behind it when, when you wrote that? So I wanted to basically take that on board and try and write an awesome awesome track that really just represented me and everything that I wanted to say um, and just spit it. And it started with Hardcore Classic Radio. We're running their cypher for the week where you'd send in your verse. Okay. And I recorded a verse to whatever beat they had that week, um, which is actually the first lot of 16 off Kill Bill. Okay. And I liked that so much that I just decided to turn it into a – into another song and I wrote most of the lyrics from scratch but I did have a couple that I'd kind of just had in notebooks here and there and I was like how am I going to word these like and work them into a track around this beat so that's what I did. Mm. And my standout line which we actually uh, uh, played a little homage to uh, last episode with Spectacles uh, was the line what is it? Re- um, real, real hair, real eyes, real lips and real thighs. That's it. When, uh, when I first heard that line I was just like Fucking stop, pause, rewind. Replay. Replay. That's yep. the one. It awesome. was just fresh. It just sounded It's. Uh, it just sounded like a battle rap. It sounded, mm. it was just hard hitting. Yeah. And the lyrics stopped me in my track. I was like, fuck awesome. yeah. That's awesome. fucking venomous. Yeah. It's venomous and it's real. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can't fuck with this. You can't yeah. box with this. Your yeah. arms aren't long enough. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, yeah, it was kind of just taking on board. I think a lot of people often have, you know, a sense of self-hatred and particularly in terms of their image and, um, you know, my hair is my hair. Mm. My tiny little eyes are my tiny little eyes. Mm. They'll never be nice big doe eyes. And, um, yeah, my thighs are definitely my real thighs. Unfortunately for some, fortunate for others. Ah. It depends which, you know, depends which way you kind of take on it. But it was... Mm. Um, to me, it was, I, I think more and more we're kind of pushing towards, I'd, I'd say the commercialization of women's bodies in hip-hop music, mm. or I don't even want to say hip-hop music. I'd rather just say something like commercial rap mm. or pop music. Oh, the body is just a commodity. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a yeah. product for sale and it can sell fucking anything. Yeah. It's a, it's, it, a, it's a very valuable commodity in regards to that, uh, but it's uh, not very... You know, it's not the most tasteful thing to say. Look, we're our pimping bodies here, and yeah, I mean, I mean, even putting taste aside, I think it, you know, it comes down to you know how much can we still own of our own bodies. Mm. Um, I often have this discussion with you know a lot of my friends that choose to breastfeed and things like that. You know, and and boobs. Are we talking about breastfeeding in public here? Yep. Are you for or no? I'm totally for it. For it. You barely see any of the boob. I see more boobs on billboards than I do with a, you know breastfeeding mother that's probably got a baby's head in the way mm. but you know everyone everyone kind of seems to be for the boobs when they can kind of sell things or when you know an advertising company can come in and control or manipulate the image that goes with those boobs but you know heaven help you if you use a boob to feed a baby when it's hungry and crying well maybe that's what we need maybe we need like a harper's bazaar to have like some breastfeeding women in you know louis, louis v and make it the next fad I just we make just have a, a breastfeeding cool. sit-in. A sit-in. Yeah. Haven't they tried that already? Yeah, I'm sure they've tried mm. it lots of places. Mm. I'd like a blowjob sit-in. Fuck <laughs> you. Oh. It's the same thing. We're just talking about skin and mouth. <laughs> well, we're not really because, I mean, one's, you know, one's an essential part of life in terms of... One is the other that brings us together in order to create life. Well, no, not really. Um, <laughs> and the other one's sexual. I find it offensive that you find breastfeeding sexual. Fuck that's you, just stop completely it. offensive. Stop it. Yeah, that's, uh... Stop it. You're going to have to edit this so much otherwise. <laughs> just rein yourself in. Rein yourself yeah. in, dog fight. Now, Kill Bill, I saw on YouTube you performed that at Hustle and Flow Bar a couple of months ago with Madam Wu. Yes. Fuck, she's awesome Madam as well. Madam Wu is awesome. She's actually yeah. just released her new album called Time Waits for No Woman. Where do we find it? Um, You're plugging you somebody else's album. Look, I will plug you know? Madame Wu all day. I love yeah. her. Um, I think she's selling it on Bandcamp. 
Hell yeah. And uh-huh. she just um, did her album launch last night in Sydney, actually, at Brighton Up Bar. Oh, cool. So, yeah, Madam Com- Wu and Elise Graham. Completely missed that. Oh, we would have been there. Um, so, h- how did you and Madam Wu hook up? And- um, we, you know, we just became friends through music and we had this um, almost uncanny sense of polarities in life where... Um, she grew up in Southwest Sydney and I went to work in Southwest Sydney. Ooh, yeah. um, she went to the same university that I went to. She did the similar degree that I did. Okay, yeah. Um, and she liked hip-hop music. Um, she played a string instrument as a child that I did as well. And what string instrument? The violin. Did you play the violin? I played the violin. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to retrain myself to play the violin on my album. Diddling, so I need to ding, play ding, about. Ding, 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 ding. I need to play about six notes. Six um, notes. You only need to play four notes to make a song, apparently. Chords. Chords. And <coughs> she. I think her sister was a doctor as well. Oh. And Madame was also Chinese. Yeah. And my earliest ancestors were Chinese. So yeah. She might not be Chinese. Really? She might be African-American because uh, I know Rizza from the Wu-Tang Clan is not Chinese, but he's also a Wu. Maybe they're related. Fuck you. Don't you mean fuck Wu? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> look, the important thing for anyone named Wu is to find a person with the surname of Tang. Uh, you <clears throat> you're currently working on your single Apex. Yep. Uh, which you've just... Uh, You've just sent off your last verse to the rest of the crew waiting to get well, some feedback. Um, yeah, I sent off just the last mix that we got. Um, Apex was a song that I recorded with the absolutely fantastic Simon Cohen. Yep. Um, Simon is an absolute gun in the industry. Um, Simon um, recently, end of last year... Um, was flew down to Melbourne to record Justin Bieber. Really? Yeah, Love Yourself. Oh, okay. And <clears throat> so he worked on that track with Bieber when Bieber was out here on Australia and out here in Australia and he had to get that down. And I've been really blessed to be working with Simon. He absolutely brings out the best in me um, when I'm in the booth. And why is that? Is it the professionalism just pushes you to look? I think do it's, your it's the professionalism, um, but Simon also has a really good nature about him in terms of working with artists. So um, okay. he's really comprehensive in the way that he'll give you feedback. Okay, um, you know, he's absolutely the, you know the politest person at telling you when you suck. <laughs> um, but the other thing with Simon is he's brilliant at getting the first t- the the best take out of oh, your music. Yeah. So he's brilliant at getting the best take. He's brilliant at sometimes, you know, I I'm, I should know my own lyrics and I'll I'll get in the booth and I'll spit something and Simon will come back and go, I I, I don't think that word was clear, Sarah. You know this, and I'm like, how do you how do you listen and press all these buttons and do all this amazing stuff and mm. you know can just holistically still absorb everything and and be able to tell you where you've gone wrong in your own verse. Mm. Um, we had an interesting one because I've got. Um, I've got the word titties in my verse and um, having a b- debate today on whether we can say titties on radio and whether we needed to take that out. And yeah, is that radio friendly or <sighs> Look, what's the whole... I my view was I think titties is okay for radio. Does radio think titties is okay for radio? That's the issue. Um, so we're going to have two versions, of course. Yeah. And um, except, of course, when you're trying to, you know, rap... Uh, several thousand words a minute. Yeah. You know, titties doesn't always come out very clearly, particularly when you're not the most articulate speaker like me. It can come out sounding like ditties. Ditties. Titties. Bitties. Well, that's self-censoring, so it'll probably make it through to the radio edit, which... No, so what we actually had to do was I had to punch in the word titties. Oh. So we had to come through and just literally... You know, again, this was Simon's acute ear picking things up and we just had to go, titties, 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 and do all these takes of just, you know, going along going, yep, titties. Which is completely difficult to get it in at the same inflection to match the verse. Of course. To really get it, because otherwise it really does sound like somebody screaming titties. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we got the we got the titties in. Um, and I also absolutely love Simon because um, he often does a kind of uh, a, a boganometer test of me. 
<laughs> Break down the bogonometer for us. So it's literally um, where, you know, Simon's just that second pair of ears in my life when I'm in the studio to just have a listen and tell me if I'm peaking too much on the bogonometer. Just uh, pull that Shazza back a little bit. He's like, yeah, you know, Sarah, you just, you've just got to pull that back a little bit, Sarah. Less Shazza, more Shania. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, they're, they're just some of the funnies that, you know, come with recording. But with the Apex single, um, I also got um, Big Red Cap um, right. on it as well. So he's got the second verse and his verse is absolute fire. Um, Big Red Cap had originally was originally from the UK, um, spent some time living and working in Amsterdam as well as an artist okay. and has now come out to Australia and yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. Yeah. On a quick No, 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 no. He's, um, he's All living right. out here now. And cool. also my homeboy Losty. Yeah. Which was fantastic. And the way that collab kind of hooked up was um, Losty reached out to me and said, hi, Sarah, do you want to be on my album? Um and I'm going to get this guy called Big Red Cap in as well. And after we recorded that track for Losty's album, I turned around to the boys and said, guys, please help me out. Please come on my album as well. And okay. so Apex was born. And, yeah, we just recently shot our video clip with um, the wonderful Tychotic as well from the Central Coast. Yeah. And I'm hoping that that will um, be out very soon. Uh, where did you film the film clip for Apex? Um, so we actually filmed it all around the Dulwich Hill and Lewisham area. Oh, um, the I'd spent cool. yeah, I'd spent a, a lot of time kind of living in the inner west. Um, and it was just coming down to the crunch and coming down to the day of the film clip and I was like don't know where I'm gonna go. And I remembered, you know, on my little sojourns around those suburbs, I found this really cool kind of vintage sporting ground. Oh. Like still with the grandstand and bleachers. And, you know, it'd have the, um, you know, the kind of change rooms or locker rooms where it'd say like, you know, home team and away team and referee and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. And so we kind of filmed it in there. We used the basketball courts uh, along the along the way and um, we, we wanted to go down to the tram line tracks. And um, so we were down there late at night and unfortunately a mysterious voice came on the loudspeaker. Really? And told, get a, get told, the, hell off the, told the kids who were filming with the film clip to get off the tracks. We weren't actually even on the tracks. We we're just on the crossing. Um, yeah, so that, that didn't go ahead. And, yeah, we filmed um, basically from sunset into the night. Oh, cool. And when should we expect this? Well, I gather the uh, film clip will come out before the single because the single will be off the album. Look, How's we're it effectively work? we're effectively going to drop everything as a whole package. So oh, cool. we're going into the master yeah. um, very soon, and as in within the next literally the next couple of days. Oh wow! Um, so it'll be going into the the master, and you know, mastering um, is often a bit of a quicker process than mixing. Mm. Um, Tychotic's got the clip shot and edited. We're just going to drop that last audio in. And then we're basically just going to be looking at our PR and how we can really get out and, and push our work. So it's the type of single where we're kind of looking at pushing it across different sections. It's not purely something that will necessarily just be on community or um, uh, community or underground radios. We're, we're, we're looking to, you know, branch out and actually hit a lot more of those mainstream radios because you oh, know fuck yeah that's great we, to hear we believe we believe good hip-hop should be on the radio it should be you definitely. Know, and, it, and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be just limited in this country to hip-hop shows hmm. um so yeah we've had to get a clean version of the track suitable for radio mm, apparently we've got to take the word titties out titties mm. and uh <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, so the song we've been talking about is Apex, but uh, what's the name of the album? The name of the album is going to be Just Breathe. Just Breathe. Yep. And how did that name come about? Yeah. So as a lot of people know, I, I won an award last year, um, almost 12 months ago now. And at that time I was like, sweet, this is epic. Yep, I'm going to drop a release really soon and... Unfortunately, everything kind of turned pear-shaped mm. in life in general. Um, 
but what that also gave me was a lot more kind of time and reclusivity to write a lot more tracks and effectively write the album that I wanted to write as opposed to just writing what I necessarily thought people might want to hear. And um, so when you mean the <coughs> album that you wanted to write, uh, you feel that the the finished product that you've currently recorded yep. and the production that is you know you feel that's really true to the sound that you're trying to push or look there's a lot of different sounds in it okay but what i do feel is that each kind of individual track does have that truth and authenticity of of what i wanted to do and it was also i guess about just letting go of expectations and going well i'm just going to make a track and you know as i say in one of my title tracks if they tell me they can't market it and can't go and and sell it well then at least you know for sure no one's fucking with it Mm. And when's it going to be released? When, when, when's all this happening? You just you. That's that's the magic. That's Look, the I'd magic say number. probably within the next eight to twelve weeks. It's going to be released in eight to twelve weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And where iTunes? It'll be up on iTunes. Um, we'll look at distro as well. Mm. There will be hard copies available. Um, you can find all the hard copies through SarahConnorMusic.BigCartel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to drop a tour towards the kind of middle, middle to end, middle to three quarters of the way through the year. Now, I do have one suggestion on your tour. Yep. Uh, because last week we had Spectacles Band on and yep. they'd done a tour. Yep. And where had they been? They'd been Newcastle, Blue Mountains, Wollongong, Wollongong, Canberra. all these areas. Uh, I said it wasn't a tour if you could do it on an Opal card. So I suggest you don't do an Opal Card tour. <laughs> or you do an Opal Card tour and you promote it as, as the, the Opal, Opal Card, Card tour. tour. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Which was actually what I put towards uh, Spectacles. I said, come on, guys, let's, uh, let's do the Opal Card tour and we'll get everybody on board and you can only perform at uh, venues you can get to on an Opal Card with equipment you can... Get to on a train. <laughs> That's right. Um, if we tour, well, look, we are going to tour. You know, let's... Let's let's put that out there to the universe. Um, mm. We're, we're hoping to do Melbourne, Sydney, yeah. and Brisbane. Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. Oh, turn the microphone. We're, off. we're trying to push for more um, disability accessible venues in Adelaide. <laughs> we're trying to push for more dis. <laughs> Why? Because I've got a really good friend who's wheelchair bound, and she's got to be able to come to my gigs. Just take a skateboard ramp. <laughs> Don't say that. How is that rude? That's not rude. Cassie was in a wheelchair for eight weeks. So I took a skateboard ramp everywhere. Oh, a skateboard ramp. But what about when it's like two flights of stairs? Oh, you got to get your friends. That's fucked. Leg, arm, leg, arm. That's basically fucked. Hello. Yeah. That happens. Should we have a five-minute break? Yeah, let's have a five-minute break. Gangster. <clears throat> uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Let's listen to some music in the meantime. Look, I was going to say, let's introduce a song. What what song can we introduce? Um, Why don't we introduce an oldie but a goodie, which is um, Coma State. Coma State? Yeah, Coma State featuring Price Johnson. Price Johnson. All right, Coma State featuring Price Johnson. Here we go. What if I lost the world and saved my soul? Would that be exhausting or would you let go? Come on and show me those sights that I know. Oh, I forgot you only saved your own soul. And now you got nowhere to run to, to run to. And now you got nowhere. Spirit invincible, trademark inimitable. They like a nuclei, but nuclear are toxic yeah. levels. So fuck a party track. I'd rather run through all their parties. Hardly in my nature. We ain't fake it till we make it, ma. The writer, not networker. Wise women sages. Won't find me in that manger, but you find me deep with majors. We naturally nurturing, so growing our sounds. Not for the hell of it now. Purpose is found with feet on our ground. But I just want to find a peace of mind and a piece of turf to recline upon. Know that them stars that lead me home are overhead till all my darkness gone. But I can't rely upon my southern cross. Yeah, when that shit been hijacked and bastardized by people lost. But not in time. Cause time is relative So get them tardies out and transport them back Until their relatives and pop a sedative And watch them sleep more Ah, uh, they all asleep, y'all What if I lost the world and gained my soul? Would that be exhausting? Or would you let go? Come 
something more fun then yeah let's talk about something more fun have you seen the tv series vikings vikings no i don't watch vikings i don't watch tv <coughs> well it's not it's not what's well, actually on sbs is it but you know otherwise you get it on internet tv YouTube. YouTube, you just watch youtube I, I like to watch cat videos cat videos it's my thing well they had uh, the greatest cats of instagram on uh on channel seven recently mm. They um, you know these these fucking uh, Instagram page, fucking IG yeah IG. pages of animals uh, get amazing followers. They do. I've got like ten, and there's some cat called George with like yeah. two hundred thousand. Yeah. And look, as as basic as it seems, I actually do share a lot of animal stuff sometimes because I do actually <laughs> just want to cheer my friends up. Do you photograph your food? Oh, I photograph my food for a reason. It. What's the fucking reason? There's no valid excuse because, to fucking Because I'm a big you. promoter of fighting um, autoimmune disease ah. and trying to fight... Um, Why do you have to make a political... ...diseases like that with diet? So when I'm actually eating well, I do photograph my food and I put inspiring quotes on top of the photos. Inspiring quotes? Yeah. What's your favourite quote you've posted? Um... Uh, one life, one body, no autoimmune. Do you want to kick me out of your house no, now? I'm going to unfollow you. I that much. <laughs> but I think uh, we had a 20-minute interview planned with you and we now have 39 minutes on the clock. Amazing. Um, Sarah Connor, thank you so much for being with us. Thank uh, you. More power to you, more respect, and uh, I can't wait to see what you do in the yep. future. Let's not leave it so. another two years to catch up. No, knuckles. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. That's Sarah Connor. Thank you, everybody. Everything is meant to be, seldom see with the makers of our own mark. Stuck a with them, do 
doors I kicked in, bought from that clearing. Look upon my own stars, no path from your birth to death. Just an everyday hustle from your very first breath. Ah, so light it up, light it up with them bright eyes. Light it up, light it up across the night sky. From the stars to the streets we dream, we survive, it's how it's been. Uh, uh. For all the ones who didn't make it from a rare disease. Life gone by in a blink when they 23. What you seen split in half, others bend a knee. To false kings, false prophets, don't speak for me. I've seen fellas demolished for dinner money in. Less than one round and get laughed out of sight. Seen fellas three out in a crowd when a flight. Seen women leave town over men in their own right. But nobody wanna speak that truth. Kids stealing for you, you claim you're rapping a youth. And I didn't hide behind no 80 strong. Just a one woman army who'll admit it when I'm wrong. But wanna bees wanna say that I hate on men. My cool monks to what truly represent You ever think that I just hate you You're going to add on a brother Watch me jump in too So many lines I didn't sing Bottles that I didn't drink Claim I never fitted in But then I never quit I was the bitch you never said Couldn't make it Just that I shouldn't And now what you hate on it Because I'm hyper than them all And I'm five foot seven Feeling fifty like we high as heaven So put your fist in the air If you're still here You survive and you got no fear yeah, we hyper than them all and we five for seven Feeling 50 like we high as heaven Put your fist in the air if you're still here You survive and you got no fear Ever wake and think you'd never see the day break Call your lover but he gone, you were a day late Drive all night to see your nan but she died two minutes too soon You were stopping at a drive-thru A friend will rip your heart in two like a lion's tooth And some will die that you never say goodbye to Don't underestimate the power of your mind but understand you will be lied to, cried to, denied that you ever had to fight. Keep them hands up high like you're touching the sky. Cause them girls who said Sarah who don't know you are coming to my show and they're asking for my photo too. So trust me if I can do it, so can you. And I will rage till my dying light fades out too. So keep a mic on for me when I cross that booth and turn them lights down low. And now I do this for you. Living life, 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 life with no fear. Rise, rise, rise above. How you gonna step to me? No, 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 no fear. Fear, fear, fear. Rise, rise, rise above. Hey, if you won't, but the show will go on. And yeah, we hyper than them all, and we five foot seven. Feeling 50 like we high as heaven. So put your fist in the air if you're still here. You survive and you got no fear. Yeah, we hyper than them all, and we five foot seven. Feeling 50 like we high as heaven. So put your fist in the air if you're still here. You survive and you got no fear. Yeah, we hyper than them all and we five for seven. Feeling 50 like we high as heaven. So put your fist in the air if you're still here. You survive and you got no fear. Yeah, we hyper than them all and we five for seven. Feeling 50 like we high as heaven. So put your fist in the air if you're still here. You survive and you got no fear. All right, well, that last song was No Fear by Sarah Connor. We've got a um, panel coming up next week, so tune in. Yeah, we're going to, we, we've had a couple of emails saying get more street artists on, get more graffiti artists on. And uh, so we're going to appease the audience. Uh, episode five is going to be a sticker artist panel. So we're going to have uh, as many sticker artists as we can cram here in the studio. And it may be. Com- Complete mayhem with the amount of people on mics, so we'll see how that goes. Look, that's right. It might just be a complete wall barrage of sound. We might not get any, any info across. Yeah, good luck editing that. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to edit that. I think we're just going to have to hit record and just fucking stream that one. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely no editing, but uh, it should be good. I think we're going to have... Uh, look, I'm hoping to have uh, street artist Crispy in. I'd love to get uh, Monstry and me back in. I don't know if that will happen but uh, you know i'll hit her up uh we'll have the sun one mm. uh, hopefully big bad snore will come in for that as well uh we'll get the sticker creator uh stick it to the man in hopefully yeah because uh, not only does he do stickers for himself but he does fucking stickers for everybody yeah he, he kicks ass great little business so check him out he does great prices and he's done some great stickers for us in the past yeah the spilt milk stickers yeah the spilt milk stickers Back, so fuck, we should stick some up on the online shop on this website and uh, mm. make them available. I, I got a few messages online about those as well, mm. which I've got to get to. If you've sent me messages about sticker packs and I have not replied yet, I do apologise. Uh, 
there just aren't enough hours in the day, uh, but I will get to you and God, we'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. Yeah, and shout-outs again to Roaring Clothing. Roaring Clothing, uh, as always, Gallery 448. Yep, and uh, Sky Music Co. Yeah, definitely, Sky Music Co. and the whole Sky Music Co. family. And uh, shout-outs to Sarah Connor. Thank you for being on the show, and uh, I'm and happy to be alive. Yeah. I'm happy to have made it through. And her stickers are coming to a street corner soon. <laughs> that's, that's right. Her stickers are coming. Uh, she had me yesterday. She had me working on. Well, she already had her logo done, but she got me to format and uh, send off her sticker design for printing. Mm. And then uh, she decided to put me in charge of getting them up. <laughs> so uh, this sticker panel we're going to have uh, next episode will be good because I might just uh, load all the boys up with a few stickers and get them to help me get these up on the streets for a yeah. supporter. She's got her album coming out. Great artist, and as we always say, get behind locals and support yeah and the sticker's great it's really iconic so that's right and speaking of stickers i uh f- sydney photographer my evolving eye i just rocked a sticker design for him and uh yes I've... that was awesome i wanted that logo for myself yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I, look i try not to say i like my own things but i did like that uh logo i created for him and yeah. it's good to see that they're hitting the streets mm. so uh next week all sticker fucking extravaganza yep uh it should be complete mayhem and pandemonium uh until then i'm the infamous dogfight i'm sassy cassie and uh we thank you for joining us yep see you next week see you later